Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm your host, Emily Aborn, and together we are inspiring, growing, and giving you the tools you need to bring ideas to life so you can build whatever this means for you. Hello, everyone, and happy Wednesday. Uh, Happy winter is actually more like it. Oh my gosh. I am recording this like I usually do on the weekend, and there is right now six inches of snow on the ground. Um, I just went out for my walk in it, and my hands are so cold, I can't blink because my eyelashes are like frozen icicles. Okay, I think I'm actually probably exaggerating a little bit, but I tell you what, if this October into November is the beginning of the winter, lordy, 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 help me because we are in for a long one. I do not love winter, Um, but I do have a new plan for this one. So I think this year I am just going to do my thing, you know, get out there and take my daily walks and try to mix it up a little bit with my workouts so that I'm not like dependent on super long walks for a good workout. Um, And I think I just kind of need to go with the flow rather than like fighting winter. So I will keep you posted as to how that goes. Who knows? I might peter out in like the second week and it's not even winter yet. So what am I talking about? But speaking of winter, uh, let's see what other things can we talk about in relation to the weather and other small talk like that? Hmm. Oh, yes. Ah, daylight savings times. It ended, which means now it is dark earlier. I personally do not like waking up in the dark, but I don't mind it getting dark early. So, um, you know, it just helps me to wake up more easily in the morning. And I honestly don't care if I'm like in bed by eight every night. So I think it's kind of like better for our hormones for as women anyway, when it gets lighter earlier, um, from what I've read. So my mission is just to bundle myself up, hunker down in the evenings, nice and early, get cozy and embrace the season for all it is and whatever it has in store for us. We have been having a very exciting week over here in She Built This Land. Um, First of all, I kicked off our new VIP group. And we have over 50 people in and committed and ready to turn it up a notch and take things to the next level. So I am so, so excited. I've just had a week of throwing confetti and honestly, some of it got stuck in my eye and um, that was the confetti cleanup aisle six. So anyway, if you don't know about the group yet, or if you missed the announcement, you can go back to the last episode and you must re-listen to it immediately. Well, actually, maybe you should wait until you finish this one. Um, Basically, I'm asking that you just spend your entire day with me listening to the podcast. It's going to be so much fun, I promise. Or if you rather, you can just go to shebuiltthis.org or look at the show notes and you'll find out everything you need to know to get you to where you want to go. Oh dear. When Emily is having a rhyming day, you better watch out world. (laughs) It's not a good thing. Um, Okay, so the VIP founding member opportunity, it's, it's a chance to get in on the ground floor. And that opportunity is going to stay open until the end of the year. So my recommendation is that if this sounds appealing to you when you look into it, um, get in while the getting is good. Because now is the time. So this month, November, I'm really excited about some virtual events that are coming up and taking place. And this time I am 
for the most part, just being an attendee. Um, One of which I am actually a sponsor for as well, and that is CEO Live, which is an event hosted by Jodi Gallant of JMG Marketing. You may remember her. She's been on my podcast. Um, And I am just so honored and so happy that Jodi asked She Built This to be a sponsor because it really is an event that is aligned with the mission and the message of what I am trying to do in my group as well. CEO Live is all about taking your business to the next level, figuring out how to increase your visibility and strategizing ways to do more of what you love in your business and less of what you don't love. So what I especially am excited for in this particular event is that it's going to be really interactive and fun. So we will literally get to whistle while we work. Well, if your mic is on mute, then I guess you can whistle. Otherwise, I'd highly recommend that you don't. But this is not going to be like, you know, your everyday Zoom call. Um, It's going to be really interactive and engaging. So I will have the link to that in the show notes. And any She Built This member or listener will get the opportunity to get $30 off by using the discount code SBTSAVE30. Now that event is November 13th and I believe you need to use that code by November 11th. So that's SBTSAVE30. It will be in the show notes as well as a link to the event. Um, What is coming up in the podcast world is that Lindsay Taylor and I will be chatting with our next naughty good woman soon. She has an incredible story about being thankful She is actually a hairdresser who lost her eyesight. And we will also be announcing more big news about an event that is coming up in December for the She Built This members. We're going to tell who our speakers are and um, give our listeners and participants and community an opportunity to get in on something very exciting and special. First time we've ever done anything like this. So essentially what I'm saying is that it's all awesomeness ahead. And I don't know how to break to you, but I just most definitely want you to be involved in the growth and opportunities. So buckle up and hop aboard. Um, Last but not least, while all of this flurry of excitement is happening, I am working on the theme this month of reining it in. And I mean this in a couple of ways. So first of all, At the end of every month, my calendar looks like a shite show, and I cannot bear to look at the last week of it. So instead of facing it and just like owning up to the fact that I completely overbooked myself, I rip off the calendar. Like I have a desk calendar, I just rip it out, and I stop writing things down every day in my day timer, and I just kind of like plow through. And that's like a week early consistently every single month because I just pack too much in. So my goal for November is to be very mindful and very careful and to rein it in. Like I need to be so utterly cautious about adding on additional commitments and time sucks because at the end of the month, I want that last week to feel light and guilt-free like I'm floating on the clouds. I think I can do it, especially now that it's out there into the world. Um, And I'm going to be riddled with accountability from you all. And especially when my husband hears this, he's going to like totally hold me to that. So my motto or a quote I recently, it's not my motto, um, it's a quote I recently discovered and it says, just because you can doesn't mean you should. I need to like hear that phrase, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And speaking of just because you can doesn't mean you should. 
I recently learned this kind of the hard way when I decided to try to build my own website essentially overnight for She Built This. I know how to build websites um, with Squarespace inside and out, but this was a really heavy lift and it took my attention away from what I do best, really. Um, And I also, I did end up having to hire help in the 11th hour because I was kind of far away from being done and I was just getting in my own way. So I had somebody help me with the um, last minute touches on it. But in the future, and what I would always recommend to others is if something's not 100% in your wheelhouse or like if it's sort of draining and you can hire it out, like you can afford to hire it out, don't go it alone, especially especially if you have no idea what you're doing because the time that it takes you to learn what you're doing might have been just better spent doing what you're so fantastic at. So without further ado, I am thrilled to bring you today's guest who is going to be talking about this very thing. She is a whiz in the wild, wild world of world WordPress websites. That was way too many W's. Um, but because she is a whiz in WordPress websites, you don't have to be. Robin White is going to be sharing why a website is important, why it matters, what you definitely want to make sure is included on yours, and common mistakes that she sees people making when it comes to their websites. She is a website designer specializing in WordPress, and she's the owner of Time to Task. She lives outside of Boston, Massachusetts with her 12-year-old pug, Lulu, and her mission is to help clients take the overwhelm and frustration of website design off their plate so that they have more time and energy to focus on their clients and their business. I just love her mission, and I absolutely love Robin. I think she is such a kind, generous, hardworking, and a abundantly friendly woman. And um, I hope you enjoy this chat as much as I did. Hi, Robin, and welcome to the She Built This podcast. Hi, Emily. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you here. Um, So I read your bio before you joined us, but I would love to hear from your perspective who you are and more about what you do. Absolutely. I'd love to share that. My name is Robin White, and the business that I own is called Time to Task, and I am a website designer specializing in the WordPress platform. And my goal, my ultimate goal with all of my clients is to take the overwhelm and frustration of website design off of their plate. So they don't have to worry about that and they can take that precious time and energy and focus it on their business and their clients. Oh my gosh. And what a gift you have because that is a huge headache, you know, for a business owner that wants to know how to do all the things, but we don't know how to do all the things or we do, but we don't need to be doing all the things. Exactly. Um, all right. So I, I'm trying to remember how you and I met just because I think it's a fun story and I I can't remember. How did we meet? I'm trying to think about that as well. I, kn- and... I know we hopped on a Zoom call because I have a designer. Um, yeah. So this is a great part of your story. So I have a designer client and I was thinking that you might be um, helpful to chat with in that regard. Plus I know a lot of people who do design and feng shui and things like that. So 
Is that still specifically what you focus on for a clientele or have you kind of opened up to anybody with a WordPress site? So I will work, happily work with anybody who wants a WordPress website who's a service-based small business owner. Um, Right now, I'm really not focusing on the e-commerce side of things, but the specific industries that I target are home professionals. So interior designers, professional organizers, and home stagers. Okay, perfect. And you know what? I think you were actually somebody that we connected together on LinkedIn, which is sometimes, you know, LinkedIn can be like a wonderful tool, but it can also, I don't know if you notice this, but I get a lot of like shysty direct messages that are just people that have not researched or seen me at all. So, um, we had a great message exchange on LinkedIn and it's now turned into this. So that is exactly how we met. And I completely agree. There are some very strange messages that I get on, on LinkedIn, very spammy sometimes. Um, But I do find it a really useful platform. I actually have gotten a couple of good leads from there. Um, even though it's not really where my target audience hangs out, I still feel the need to be there and it's been beneficial. Yeah, I agree. I think it's beneficial to at least have a presence. There's obviously going to be a social media platform that we all have our preference for. And I think that's where we should really put our focus in because that's obviously like what lights us up. But I also think it's important. I mean, in my obviously in my marketing, um, putting my marketing hat on here, I think it's important to have a presence on all the major platforms, even if you don't spend a ton of time on them. I agree a hundred percent with you. So I'd love to hear your entrepreneurial story because this is not your first business. Um, and so I'd love to hear what led you to do this and, and a little bit more about your other business as well. Sure, I'd be happy to share that. So I actually um, started my entrepreneurial journey back in 2009. So it was about 11 and a half years ago. And um, my ex-husband and I actually started a dog walking business together. Um, It's called Me, You, and Lou. Um, Lulu is our pug, and she was the inspiration for us starting the business. Um, We both had office jobs that we, you know, they were fine, but we didn't love them. And because we had to leave her home alone when we went to work, um, we had to get a dog walker for her. And, you know, the dog walker was fine. We have no complaints, but it just wasn't a fantastic service. Um, And we felt like it was really lacking in the community where we lived. So um, we decided to start our own dog walking business. And our whole philosophy behind it was, we're going to treat your dog the way we would want Lulu treated. So our whole um, sort of shtick was, we're going to love your dog the way we love Lulu. And we just, our goal was to provide like stellar service and like superior communication and customer service, which was something that hadn't really, we hadn't found um, when we were looking for a dog walker. So um, that grew into 
a pretty big business. We had, um, at for a time, quite a few walkers working for us. Um, and then over the years, we decided to downsize a little bit and go sort of the owner operated route. And um, yeah, it's been a, it was a wonderful experience. Um, we got a divorce about two years ago and I kept running the business on my own, but kind of knew that I was ready for a fresh start and um, thought really carefully about what I wanted to do, knowing full well, I did not want to go back to working for someone else. I love being my own boss. Um, and I just thought a lot about what I did with the dog walking business that I really loved and decided I wanted to focus on website design because that was something I always did for the dog walking business. So I took a whole bunch of courses, um, hired a coach and um, set up shop. And um, I am excited to say that, and a little bit sad, um, the dog walking business is closing on Friday and I will be 100% full-time working on time to task. Well, that's very exciting. Thank um, you. <laughs> and, and I, like, honestly, I have a million questions about what it's like to be a dog walker, just because from a logistic standpoint, it has my head spinning a little bit, but it's I don't want you to, sometimes. <laughs> what's that? be a logistical nightmare yes I can't even imagine like I'm picturing like well never mind uh, poop, <laughs> poop bags you have to carry around and all this stuff um but anyway so let's talk a little bit about that decision to leave the dock walking business and how you came to it because now it's it's yours entirely um and why I guess you made that decision for yourself yeah so for me personally um it's several fold um the main decision came from the fact that I really wanted a fresh start. Um, but the reason that I've chosen to close it now and not continue to run the two businesses really comes down to my personal health and well-being. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners um, can relate to that. Um, I have not had a day off um, this year. And... I think it's starting to take its toll on me. I'm not feeling that I'm able to give myself the self-care that I need. I feel like I'm not focusing on my health because it's so time-consuming running two businesses. And I think what pushed me to make the final decision to do it now is that I realize I do need to make myself and my well-being a priority. And in order for that to happen, something had to give. Yeah, that's so important and such a good message for us to hear that even when something is successful and quote unquote working in the eyes of other people, if it's not working for you, then it's okay to let that go, you know, and, and pivot and change direction. Yes. Yes. And um, I'm sad about it, but, um, it's, it's the right decision, and I know that deep in my heart. So um, I'm very excited about it. And I'm sure you still get to walk Lulu. All the time. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. I, I am uh, lucky in the way that I don't do a lot of the dog walking because – my dog Clyde does not really enjoy walking on the road because he would rather be 
off leash in the woods where his dad takes him and I let them have their little uh man play date in the morning and or you know guy time and I just work for an extra hour (laughs) well I think that sounds perfect (laughs) yeah it's lovely great situation but if I do have to walk him on the road it's it's a nightmare so I can't even imagine walking like five other dogs or however many (laughs) well I would say at one point it was 15 16 a day but not all at one time. Not all at one time, but we did focus on small group walks. So there could be three or four at a time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You learn how to do it. Um, And it's not based on size. It's really based on temperament um, and how well behaved the dogs are. That makes total sense. Um, All right. So let's dive into websites, which is why we are here. (laughs) Why? Well, first I want to ask, do you think that everyone needs a website? I get asked this question a lot. People say, well, we have our Facebook page or, um, you know, we, we have social media presence. So why do we need a website? Right. And I hear that a lot as well, especially from people whose pipeline is full and they're really not in a position to take on new clients right now. They're like, well, why do I need a website? My really simple answer is yes, every single business needs a website. And my reason for that is um, clients are no longer going to look you up in the yellow pages the way they used to. They're going to look for you online and they're going to expect to see a website. what sort of message does it send to a potential client if they can't find your website? Um, probably not a very good one. Excuse me, good one. Do you take your business seriously if you don't have your own website? Um, I think a website isn't just about what it does for you. It's about what it does for your customers. Um, and you know, it builds credibility, credibility. It helps with your marketing. It makes you accessible 24 seven. And to the point about, well, I have a Facebook page. I think social media is incredibly important and it should be part of your marketing strategy along with a website. And the reason I don't ever recommend that somebody focus just on social media is you don't own any of those accounts. You own your website. So if you do something that goes against Facebook's terms of service, they can shut down your page and it's gone. Um, So you don't want to put all of your eggs in one basket. I have a a bit of a scary story. Um, When I was starting up my Pinterest account, earlier this year. And one night I was sitting there just repinning, trying to be active. And all of a sudden this error message flashes across the screen. And they said that I pinned spam and my account was suspended. Oh no. And I was like, oh my gosh. And this wasn't even, you know, it was a new account. It wasn't something very established. And I still freaked out. And it turns out they made a mistake. I put in a ticket, everything's okay. But I can't imagine what that would be like if you had a really well-established Facebook account or Instagram account, and then all of a sudden you did something and they shut it down. Um, So that's why I think a website is so, so important. Um, You know, it's a way that you can build up your email list. Um, It's just a great way to make a first impression. 
I totally agree with you. Um, and, you know, I've heard of women and people um, in the She Built This group that have had clients and themselves where Facebook just decided to delete their page because of whatever reason. So 100% agree with you. Um, and I also think that a website just kind of acts as like, if, if nothing else, it's like a billboard for you. You know what I mean? Like it's a spot your customers can just go and kind of like passively take in what you do without being asked for a bunch of things. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's a great answer. What are the common website mistakes that you see that you want to help people to avoid? Yeah, there's so many that I see, but just to um, go over a couple of them, um, one of the main mistakes I see is when a website is not easy to navigate. Um, you basically want to have your menu be as simple as possible, something that let's say a kindergartner could go and understand what every page is. Like, Don't get cute with your page titles. Um, if it's a blog, call it a blog so people know what it is. Um, and you wanna make your menu simple. Um, you want to make the layout of your website simple. Um, you want to have one clear call to action. And that is sort of a, another mistake that I see is no clear call to action. but. I find when visitors to a website are presented with too many choices, it almost causes paralysis and they leave because they don't know what to do. So if you can choose your clear call to action and you're kind of guiding them through that throughout the entire website, it makes for a better user experience and it guides the visitors so they know what you want them to do. Um, Another big mistake. Oh, I'm sorry, Emily. Did you have oh, a question? Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say, I'm picturing like this giant um, ice cream board where there's just like so many flavors. You can't decide what you even like anymore. You're like, I thought I liked coffee, but there's 12 coffee flavors. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. It's kind of like if you went into a retail store and three different salespeople hit you up all at once. Do you want to see the new dress we just got in? Can I show you this new blouse? Oh, here's the new jeans. And it's kind of like, you just want to run away because it's too overwhelming. Yeah. Um, so simplicity is key. Um, another big mistake is not having a mobile responsive website. And just to explain what mobile responsive means it's basically when your website layout and content will adapt based on the size of the screen so um, it will look one way on a desktop one way on a cell phone one way on a tablet um, and you want to make sure that your website is designed to look good on all different screen sizes and oftentimes um, Websites that were designed years ago will not be mobile responsive. And nowadays, there's a higher percentage of people looking at your website on their cell phone than on their actual computer. So that mobile responsiveness is really key. Yeah, there's nothing worse than looking at a website that was built, like you said, years ago, and you're looking at it on your phone and you're like, worst website ever, because <laughs> you can't. <laughs> 
that's all right. that that's my comment anyway when when websites are gone gone bad um it's very true now why would someone even let's say even if they could do it alone why would somebody hire a website designer versus going going at it alone right right i mean i think we kind of touched on that a little bit um earlier but you know, you have your own zone of genius and that's what your business specializes in. And sometimes we want to do all the things, but you have to really think, is it worth your time and your energy to learn how to do all of the things? Or is this something you're better served hiring out a professional who really knows what needs to be done? Because website design it's more than just making something look beautiful on the screen. There's a lot that goes into building a strategic website that if you are not a professional, you may not know about. And just an example, something as simple as um, adding images to your website. Imagery is so important. And if you upload, for example, a photograph that's five megabytes, um, that's going to slow down your site, something awful. And that's a mistake people make is slow site speed. Um, a website designer is going to know that that size file should never be uploaded to your website platform. And they're going to take care of changing that file size beforehand and making sure that it's further optimized once it's been uploaded to help with your page load time. So there's lots of things a professional website designer can help you with that um, you just don't know. And isn't it better to spend your time and your energy on building your business and making your clients happy and doing what you do best? And a whole lot less cursing, probably. Yes. yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, not that I do that when I can't figure things out on my website, but just saying. Um, well, all right. Technology is really frustrating. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, listen, everybody can learn to build their own website. There is no doubt about that. We can all learn to manage our social media. We can all learn everything. Um, look, we started a business. We're resourceful. We're intelligent women. Um, it's just a matter of whether that's where you want to be um, putting your time and effort. Yeah, totally agree. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about some of the things that make my head spin, mm -hmm. like the domain name and the hostings and what the basics are in terms of that. Now let's use the example. Let's say somebody has not purchased a domain y name yet. What are kind of the steps you would walk them through at the beginning of that process? Sure. sure. If I can just take a step back, if you don't mind, Emily, and sure. just kind of explain, because there's a huge amount of confusion that I see around this, but what's a domain name? Like, what's a website, what's hosting, like those are terms that are completely understandable to me, but I realize a lot of people are very confused by it. So just to explain, your domain name is actually your website's name. So mine is time2task.com. It's the address where your website lives on the internet. Um, hosting is the actual computer or server where your website's files are stored. 
and you need both a domain name and hosting to have a website. Um, so if you think of your domain name as your website's address, you can think of hosting as the plot of land that your house is built on. Oh, I love if that. that analogy helps. Yeah. Um, and then your website itself is all the files, like pages, images, website builder, software. And you can think of that as sort of the frame or structure of your house. So just to give it a home analogy. Um, if you are starting from scratch, my recommendation is um, first you want to think of your domain name. And generally, you want that to be the same as your business name. So I always caution people who are just starting out and coming up with a business name to double check before they fall in love with one that the domain name is actually available. And I'm sure you would um, encourage your clients to make sure that the social media handles are available as well. Yeah. Yeah. And um, a really great place where you can go to buy your domain name is namecheap.com. And there's lots of places where you can do this, but I recommend Namecheap purely because they include domain privacy with the cost of the domain name. Because once you register a domain name, all of your private information that you have to give um, to buy it for the year becomes public unless you pay for privacy. And that's how you can get a huge amount of spam emails coming to you. So the fact that they include the privacy is a really nice feature. Um, domain names usually run like seven or $8 to $15 a year. It's something you do need to renew. Um, and Unless you're trying to buy shebuiltthis.com, which is like for some reason $2,000. <laughs> yes. A lot of the really popular names will sell for thousands. I think I heard a story that hotels.com sold for like a million dollars. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. I actually had to pay, I think it was four or $500 to get time to task.com. So hmm. yes, it's a little frustrating, but generally, um, they're not going to be that expensive. Um, right. And then since I specialize in WordPress and I specialize in the self-hosted WordPress, which is wordpress.org, you're responsible for finding your own hosting company. Um, platforms like Squarespace and Wix, for example, um, the builder and the host are all rolled into one platform. Yeah. Um, you can or, choose either, you can choose either way. Um, yes. so I'd love to hear your thoughts on why that might not be a good idea. If, if it might not be a good idea. Why, um, Squarespace and Wix might not be a good idea. Yeah. Or? So let's say, so is there a pro or con to having the hosting site and the builder be on the same platform? No, that's that's not a problem. My recommendation is always to keep your domain name and your host separate. Um, so for example, I'm working with a client right now who tried to build her own website on Wix and it wasn't going very well. So she hired me 
to do it on WordPress with her, but she purchased her domain name with Wix. So I'm now working with Wix to transfer the domain name away from them and over to her new host. And it takes about a week for it to happen. Whereas if she had purchased it, for example, through Namecheap, um, it could happen in you know a couple of hours. So sometimes it's a good idea to keep those two separate. Okay, that's good yeah. Good advice. Yeah, and then um, for WordPress websites, your hosting company, so the computer where your website actually lives, that's a really important decision to make because a lot about your website is determined by your hosting company. So you want to research them pretty carefully. You wanna make sure you find one that has good security and good speed and obviously fantastic customer service. Do you have any you recommend? I do. I recommend SiteGround. Um, that's where I host all of my websites and it's who I recommend to all of my clients. And their customer service is the best that I've ever dealt with. Okay. That's great. I, I can tell you I've had um, a client who had their hosting site as Bluehost and mm -hmm. it made me want to tear my hair out because it was very not user-friendly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Bluehost is, um, it's part of a big conglomerate. So, um, it's one that I tend to stay away from, but they're, they're not one of the worst for sure. Yeah. <laughs> We won't throw any, we won't throw we any won't. hosting companies under the bus right now. No. Um, all right. So what should we be doing? What are some things we can do on a regular basis when it comes to maintaining our website? What should we do on like a monthly, weekly, hopefully you're not going to say daily basis? <laughs> no, not daily. And this again, really applies more to WordPress websites. Um, Squarespace and Wix, there's a lot less that you need to really worry about in terms of monthly care for your website. Um, for WordPress websites, one of the most important things you need to do is backups. So just in case your website gets hacked or something stops working, um, you have something that you can restore. So backups are incredibly important. Updates are something you really have to do with WordPress. And I don't mean updating the content of your website. I mean updating WordPress itself and your theme and your plugins. And those I do for my clients whose websites I manage on a weekly basis, because um, that's a really important thing to do, especially in terms of security for your website. Um, Again, with WordPress websites, security is a big thing. So you want to make sure you've got um, a security check and a security plugin um, so that malicious attacks aren't happening. Again, these are things Wix and Squarespace you don't have to worry about very much. Um, something everybody can do on their websites is just periodically test your contact form. Make sure it's still working. Fill it out and make sure that it comes into your email and that nothing's just decided to, to go wrong. Um, you should also be really looking at every page of your website periodically just to make sure it still looks good, that nothing's moved around and gotten a little wonky or anything like that. 
Um, creating fresh content is really important for anyone who has a website. Um, I view websites as living creatures that you shouldn't just build it, put it up there and never touch it again. Um, you should be, if you're not blogging, you should be adding new customer testimonials, maybe adding new portfolio pictures if that applies to your business, um, maybe just changing your content around a little bit. And that's really important for search engine optimization, SEO, which is a term I'm sure a lot of people have heard thrown around. Google really likes fresh content. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's fun to add to your website. Yes, it is. It is. Um, I also think it's a really good idea to just periodically review your website's analytics. And um, if you don't already have Google Analytics set up on your website, I highly recommend it. It is a free service that Google offers, and it will give you more information on your website than you would ever possibly need. Um, but it's just a great way to see um, what devices people are using to view your website, what pages they're looking at, um, how long they're staying, how many people are visiting your website on a monthly basis. It's just a fantastic free tool. Yep. And where they're coming from and mm -hmm. yeah. So, so much. Um, and yeah, just um, if you have a blog, another really important thing to do, <clears throat> excuse me, on a monthly basis is to review your comments um, if you have them turned on. Some people turn them off, but I feel blog comments are really similar to comments on your social media post, as long as they're not spam, if it's a real comment. Um, if someone's taking the time to interact with your post, it's really nice of you to take the time to interact with their comment. Yeah. That's, that's great. These are great tips. And I okay. hope everybody was kind of like jotting them down because, you know, especially now, I think we have two months left to the year here and we're starting to kind of like put the plan in place for 2021. And it's a really good time to sit back and evaluate things in your business. I think it's kind of like a not calm before the storm, but just like a time of going in and, and evaluating what we've done and what we're going to be doing moving forward. It's a great time to look at your website and take some of those pieces and analyze them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what's really interesting about Google Analytics is you can see, um, you know, what pages are most visited. Um, then you can try to spruce those up a bit more or pay more attention to the ones that aren't being visited. So it's, it's a very useful tool. And, um, you know, if you're not getting a lot of leads off of your website, that's something to think about. Or if you're not getting a lot of downloads of your lead magnet, that's something to think about. Um, sometimes just tweaking where you have it on your website or what you've titled it um, can make all the difference. So I agree, this is a perfect time of year to kind of reflect and look at things and think about the future. And, you know, our websites are, are such an important marketing tool for us because if we don't have a brick and mortar store, they're our storefront. 
Um, And they can be working for us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Um, So it's a fantastic resource for us to take advantage of. Yeah, you're right. It's a storefront where the lights are always on. It's it's great. Yes. Um, well, thank you so much. And is there, if you had to, I guess, give us one take home, do this right now um, tip, what would it be? Oh, gosh. I know you I, didn't expect this one. I didn't, but that's a great question. I would say um, look at your website and make sure it's more about your potential client than about you. That is the best advice and and <laughs> not just for your website, but for your social media, um, everything. So Robin, I would love for, let's say somebody wants to work with you to, to build their website rather than going it alone. Can you tell us how they can get in touch with you and find you? Absolutely. So you can find me on my website, which is time2task.com, and I have a contact form on there. You can also email me directly, and my email address is hello at time2task.com. And if you go to her website, time2task.com, she actually has the 10 website mistakes to avoid. So you can go right on there and download that and see if you're making those website mistakes. It's super handy. Thank you, Emily. (laughs) I know you didn't mention that, so I thought I did. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you have a great day. And I think um, Robin told me at the beginning of this episode that this is her last week of dog walking. So she is going to get to put her feet up very soon. Yes. Thank you for having me, Emily. This has been really fun. Thank you. And thank you for listening. I hope that if you are considering a website, you will find Robin and um, consider working with her. I've seen what she's capable of and it is truly beautiful. And I just cannot get over how detail-oriented she is and she really helps to design websites that appeal to your ideal clients. And then once she is built, once you have her busy building it, you can get me to help you write the website copy for it. That would be so fun, wouldn't it? Um, before you go, I would love to ask you if you would screenshot this episode where you're listening and tag me at she built this NH in your Instagram stories, your Facebook or your LinkedIn, essentially wherever you like to hang out on social media, or you could do one better and share the original post that I made about the podcast. I will select one random person who does this or someone who writes me a review on iTunes this week and give you a moment of fame in my next episode. Who will the lucky winner be? Will it be you? All right. Ciao for now. Lots of love and gratitude for each and every one of you. Have a fantastic week. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org.